0: Hello, students. As we all know that we are locked up inside, can't have any access to college, um, private life, even with catching up with friends. So in this period of terrible um, situation, we should uh, be through with our lectures. And that's why most of the teachers have started with the uh, audio AV lectures, audio video lectures. Some of them have uh, done going, uh, doing it through podcast. So I thought that podcast is the most uh, convenient way to get in touch with students. So I'll be sending my lectures on Frankenstein uh, through podcast and you have access to it. I have shared the link of Anchor with you. So go through it. Listen to the lecture. If you have any queries, any doubts, uh, don't hesitate to ask. Just ping me or uh, call me. So, let's begin with the lecture. Though I have already discussed the major themes in Frankenstein in our previous classes, um, but uh, I believe that we should start it again because there were number of students were not uh, present that day. So, let's begin with the lecture from the very beginning. Okay. So, let's uh, start with Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. So, here we go. Mary Wilson, Crabb Shelley was a British editor, writer, biographer, the author of the famous classic Gothic Frankenstein that we have in our course. The entire title is Frankenstein or the Modern Prometheus. It was written in 1880, and the wife. Oh, she's uh, she's the wife of, P. Uh, B. B. Shelley, a well-known romantic poet itself. So let's discuss the summary first. The novel is composed in epistolary form or in the form of letters exchanged between two characters. A captain of the ship, the name is Robert Walton and his sister Margaret Walton. Their correspondence form a so-called frame story which opens and closes the book. The middle section of the book is narrated by the ill-fated protagonist, Victor Frankenstein. Now, he is the... You know, the central figure, the protagonist of the text because the entire story revolves around him and the monster that he has created or given life to. Okay. And finally, there is the point of view of the monster who is the third narrator in the book. So you have to keep in mind that there are three narrators. It is in the form of epistolary, first of all, and there are three narrators. First narrator is Robert Walton because he is writing letter to his um, sister Margaret Walton telling him about his, you know, the, uh, uh, the his journey. She's sharing the letters and how he has encountered this particular fellow, whose name is Victor Frankenstein. So the first narrator is Robert Walton. Second is Victor Frankenstein, and finally we are getting the point of view of the monster itself. So the third narrator is the monster. Now this is the uh, very you know short a very uh, capsule summary of frankenstein the third now let's come to the plot i'm just giving you you know a brief introduction to the text so that when you uh, listen to the other series of lectures where i'll be discussing some critical issues and themes in the text you'll be aware of the summary first so the novel, the event of the book are taking place in sometime during the 18th century. The novel includes a frame story where, uh, you know, he has been exchanging letters with his sister, Margaret. The, uh, Robert Walton and his crew are exploring the North Pole. See, he, uh, Robert Walton is shown as a very enthusiastic, uh, um, you know, voyager. Uh, he's a sailor because he wanted to... You know, uh, see the whole world. He wanted to explore new places. So it is his thirst um, uh, in his uh, you know uh, likelihood. He, he was ha- he always wanted to explore. See, he wanted to go to the new places right from the right from his childhood. So we are getting a very you know particular characteristics of uh, Robert Walton as well because he has been an explorer. He's he's shown as an explorer okay this man's okay uh sorry i'm just screwing up things let's come to the second point so now let's first of all victor tells about his childhood he was in naples and was one of three sons of a wealthy family now he is telling the story to robert walton the children victor ernest and william were encouraged since their childhood to study natural sciences especially chemistry And Victor becomes literally obsessed by these studies meanwhile when he is five years old his parents adopt an orphan girl elizabeth levinza she is an important character who will later become victor's bride okay then they also adopt justin moritz who eventually starts working as a nanny for william the grown-up victor enters the university of Ingslaw, further depending his you know knowledge with the help of university professors uh, he is he very enthousi- he was very enthusiastic in, in studying science and you know supernatural res- supernatural uh, powers even in fact when he was just 5 6 years old his father gave him a book and he started reading and asking his father about supernatural uh, powers in the world Okay, he starts constructing a humanoid creature from parts of animals and human bodies. And due to technical difficulties of obtaining small details, makes it large about 8 feet tall. The creature turns out to be very ugly and when Victor manages to bring it to life, he's scared and flees in terror. Now, he created a creature. In fact, a monster. Why monster? Because he was very ugly looking. So he created a monster with his all, you know, scientific knowledge, with all, uh, you know, chemical reactions. So it also gives, you know, uh, the, an impression of influence of galvanism during that period. Because in the 18th century, later 18th century, galvanism, uh, there were a lot of scientists uh, who were inspired by um, the scientist Galvin. And that is why the name comes from galvanism. Where, uh, you know, a lot of uh, uh, life was given through uh, electric power. So, you know, it gives, uh, that's why uh, Victor Frankenstein was also influenced by Galvin. And he wanted to create life out of science. So, in a way, he is denying and defying the natural cycle of life and death. Because, you know, it is very unnatural to give life to something out of dead. Decay parts, so he was doing against the natural cycle of science. Um, okay, so uh, this is you know, he was going against the natural cycle of science. The creature turns out to be very ugly because obviously, he was ugly because he was composed uh, of dead human beings. Uh, I'll begin the next series tomorrow because uh, I'm a little unwell today. So I'll give you a, I'll start from where I stopped today, tomorrow. Okay. Happy reading it.